Smartcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. With the Baker's Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win, earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show featuring Jason Zuck. Jason has been an intuitive psychic medium since 2004. This show will cover a variety of topics relating to spirituality, mediumship, self-improvement, and intuitive guidance. Whatever interests you, remember that we are all here to share and learn. Sit back and get ready to socialize with the Social Psychic. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's with great pleasure that I have the opportunity of introducing special guest Alicia Spanton. Alicia is going to come on today to discuss and help us with a guided meditation. Before we get into that, though, and the topic of the guided meditation is going to be return, the theme of it is going to be return to your heart chakra. Your heart chakra represents the power center through which we experience such things as compassion, love, generosity, kindness and the connection to all things spiritual. When our hearts open, we will experience feelings of well-being, self-worth, and love. Our daily experience can cause us to deal with stress, which results in our heart chakra feeling closed off, and it keeps us separated from what I believe would be our true selves of what we need. Our daily experience is something that we have to focus on, and that's why meditation can be something that really guides us through challenging experiences or anytime we get you know, anxious or whatnot. Alicia's going to lead our audience through this exercise, and our goal with this is to give everyone an opportunity to learn a little bit about meditative healing, to take time to connect and become familiar with the power of our own breath, our energetic bodies, to reboot our chakra system and hit the reset button. A little bit about our guest. Alicia is originally from Santa Clara, California, where she graduated from Santa Clara University with a bachelor's in accounting. She's an ISSA certified trainer, as well as an NETA certified Pilates instructor, Pure Bari certified, core power trained RYT 200 hour and level two yin yoga. In October of 2017, she enrolled in the core power teacher training program and began teaching 
vinyasa yoga in January of 2018. Spanton obtained her level two yin yoga certification for emotional resilience, and she's Chopra meditation certified. She continues to pursue training specializing in stress and trauma, studying shamanism and Ayurveda with the Chopra Center. Aside from teaching classes, she is an international yoga retreat leader. From leading guiding, guided meditations, she seeks to inspire others to overcome obstacles in her lives to achieve and maintain a state of peace from within. It's with great pleasure that I introduce Alicia to the show. Welcome hey back there. to How the are show, you? Alicia. Good, well, thanks good. for having me. Thanks I, for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I know Alex introduced us through the one episode about a month ago. And since yeah. then, I believe people pop in, people come into each other's lives for a reason. And I really do think that our synchronicity, synchronicity with our ideas and our, our approach towards spirituality and, and ways to stay grounded is, is incredible. And I wanted to have you on again as a guest this time and not as a call-in. I know last time you were, you were calling in a sense, but right, it, was, right. it, was, it was magical how the hell happened, you know? <laughs> right. So yep. it's, It all syncs up. And um, I'm looking at your background, and I'm looking at your information. Anytime I talk to anyone to come on the show, I love to learn about your personal journey. And in this particular right. case, you, you have an interesting background. Um, I know you're Sicilian. as a, I'm partially Sicilian, by the way. I was looking I, at oh, That's awesome. See, it was meant to be. I'm Sicilian and Greek and, like, a little bit of other stuff in there, Danish, Welsh. Basically, like, a high 57, but predominantly Sicilian and Greek. And and I know our family backgrounds have a lot to do with who we are and how we act and the way we might see the world through our paradigm, the the glasses, so to speak, the prism that we look through. And uh, I I think it's it's interesting because on your website, and can you, you know, Tell our audience your website just so that they know, because I'd like to get you to say that. Oh, yeah, sure. It's alchemyflowatx.com. And ATX stands for Austin, Texas. Is that what you're based out of? It does. Yes. Okay. I want to ask you first question is, looking at your information, what made you pick Alchemy Flow to identify yourself with your website and with your business? Well, alchemy, I mean, the root of alchemy is turning substances to gold, other uh, what do you call it? Elements into gold. <clears throat> but the way okay. I perceive it as it is almost like um, like a a process, a transmutation, taking something from. I mean, keep it simple. Bad, not necessarily bad, but you know, chaos to peace. How can you change the outcome based on what, like what you have in front of you? And no one's going to do it for you. You have to do it. Yes, like an inner alchemy. Okay, okay. And I know you mentioned also in in your – go ahead. No, you go for it. Like an inner alchemy, just working. I always say, you know, you got to work from the inside out. You have to turn in. So it's basically, you know, if you're looking to change, if you want differences in your life, it has to start with you. No one's going to do it for you, and it's got to happen from the inside out, not the outside in, because the outside in is what's making everybody crazy and sick. I agree with that. I think that's great. Trans- true transformation takes resiliency, and it does take that challenge of looking from the with- from within and-, and making some difficult um, revelations to yourself in order to right. effectuate change. It's scary. It's not always easy. 
<laughs> never is. And it seems like at the time you go through it, it's probably the most challenging aspect that you have to go through. But then once you get to the other side, you're rewarded. Oh, for totally. It. You know, I mean, like the the cliche little motto is like, or the saying is like a lotus. You know, a lotus has to grow from the mud, or like a seed goes through dark, grows through darkness to sprout into the light. So a lot of the alchemy is turning in and addressing your shadows and addressing you know, the routines and patterns that aren't working and saying, you know, it's okay. I might be stuck in these patterns and routines, but it's not working. It's making me feel like crap. So I, something has to give and something has to change. And like for me, I a lot ask, of it was, good. go ahead, go for it. We're actually thinking exactly alike. I was about to ask you what started you on the path of recognizing working from within to make change in your own life. <laughs> That's a long well, let's see. Um, it's on my website. Yeah, it's, it's in-depth. But I grew up in a very traditional family, <clears throat> uh, which I hold very dear to my heart. And I'm, you know, old-fashioned and beliefs and, and family and how to keep everything together. Um, I lost my father instantly by an aneurysm in 2016. Then I had my second child. And then in September, I discovered some more crippling, or you would call it shock trauma, um, in my own personal family, and it was, I, I was frozen. I was, couldn't even believe my eyes, couldn't even understand what happened, um, was looking for answers outside, and it was like, hold on a second. If something has to change, it has to be me. If things around me are not changing, I have to be the change. And a lot of times we're so afraid to admit to that, because we're afraid to look inside. We're afraid to look at ourselves. It's a hard pill to swallow. Definitely. But once you can do that and you taste a little bit of the change, you want more of it because, because you like how it's making you feel. And then you can have faith and you can have hope. And, and continuing, and it, I guess you yeah. could call it the alchemy process. That's so interesting that uh, and how you refer to it and, and, and utilizing the term alchemy to show the transformation that you gave a term to it. Um, oh, how did you think I of the it. alchemy term itself? Because that's such a unique way of categorizing it. You know, it just kind of um, it, it just came to me, to be honest. And then the more I dove into it and like researched it, I was like, it, this is meant to be. It makes complete sense. I mean, like, and then I got a tattoo on it, and I know some people look at me like the tattoo, they think, like, it's witchcraft, or they think it's, like, something. And it's like, nope, it's alchemy, which just goes to show how people love to judge without diving in and doing the research based on what society has spread. You're right about that, misperceptions. I, by oh, the way, yeah. I wanted to say, um, re with reference to your father and your pa his passing, my condolences and extreme yeah, sincere prayers oh, to you. Oh, thanks. Um, he's he's with that. right here. He's on my right shoulder. My heart goes out to me. <laughs> my heart goes out to you, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for thank sure. you. Yeah, I, I, I think the fact that you could take that type of an experience and grow from within yourself, and I feel like utilizing it to help put you on the path that you're on right now, working with others in the fitness realm and in the spiritual realm, those are, 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 are such positive ways of taking something that, you know, is a negative situation and really making lemonade out of lemons. I, totally. I, I yeah. definitely think lemon cello. you, you, call you, it lemon cello, right? <laughs> lemon cello. Yeah. For the Sicilian. In us, yeah, right? that's right. Um, totally. What, what I was, 
I was looking at your summary about yourself and your background on your site, and you talked about the challenge of taking cookie-cutter type standards and expectations of living one's life, you know, having that traditional job and filling those roles, and instead looking at it and saying, you know what, this isn't the way I'm going to live my life. Instead, I want to figure out how I can take my passions and uh, turn it into a reality. And so totally. I like that you have that type of approach for it as well. Uh, it it wasn't easy. This, I didn't arrive here but, overnight. <laughs> it took a process for you, I'm sure. It's like going into a cocoon and, and slowly transforming and, and, and metamorphosizing and growing from there. Um, totally. How, how, did you, how did you become involved with the show Center? So let's see. About a year and a half ago, um, I had a consultation with – like a coach and they were like, you need to meditate. And I literally laughed because I was just like, meditate. Like I have, my life is chaos. I have two kids. I'm trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Meditate. Like I have time to meditate. And I, I like shoved it in the closet. I put it in the shadow. Right. And then at, at one point I was just, I, I was out of answers. I'm like, okay, I'll try it. So she told me to look up insight timer and I started with five minutes. Then as soon as I kind of started to settle a little bit more, I kind of like started researching. And what's crazy is growing up, I would sit in my room and meditate and like make mixtapes. I liked my alone time when I was a kid. Like I would make up dance routines and, and I also followed Chopra and I read a lot of Chopra when I was younger, like through college. So I felt like, okay, wait a second. This is putting me back on a path that I'm familiar with that I totally lost. So I looked at meditation training and found the primordial sound meditation at the Chopra Center and dove into it and was like, okay, I have to do it. And the more I dove into it, I just, it kept resonating to me and speaking to my soul. Like it was, it was intrinsic. It was already in me. It just felt natural. I didn't have to force it. It, it flowed. And so I dove in I just I'm a huge Chopra fan because I he resonates with me I resonate with him I just think he has a lot of he has a huge library and he has a lot of information he just you know I resonate with him (laughs) yeah yeah I I want to talk to you about our topic for today and our our goal of doing this guided meditation for our audience. And I think it's great for the podcast. Yeah. I want to do some more. I want to do more of these because I believe mind, body, spirit, wellness is so critical for us. And I have so many people ask me that when I work with them, I just can't meditate. I don't know why I just can't meditate. I can't quiet my mind. It's just something I can't do. And I wanted to ask you, have you had, did you have to overcome that challenge yourself when you first started with this stuff or was it something totally. that came naturally to you? Oh, no, no. I had to. It was a process. It was a challenge. Um, I obviously, I personally cannot meditate during the day. There's too much going on. If I need to take a time out, like I'll go lean up against a tree or something, because that also resonates with me. But what I would kind of jump back and forth between Insight Timer and then YouTube, and I would find five-minute meditation where it would have like music or it would have ocean like water i would look for a sound that calmed me down because like what works for me may not work for you you have to find something that you resonate with or you're not going to do it just like working out right 
I, I am not sure. a swimmer. Other people love to swim. I will not swim to work out. <laughs> you know, you have to find <laughs> some people may think it's silence. Um, I kind of need something to take my awareness out of my own head. And it might be like calming music or it might be ocean. I really love the ocean. Um, so the five-minute meditations on YouTube kind of settled me. And then following my Chopra studies kind of helped to guide me deeper. And actually now sometimes I just go outside and I sit in silence because I, I, I know how to settle and calm. And then I know how to slip into the gap, what we call it in primordial sound meditation, which is a space in between the thoughts where the, where the magic happens. I say like where the divine information of your higher self can come in because you've allowed yourself to settle amongst all the distractions. Like I always say, they say the best place to meditate is the airport because you have so much going around. Really? You, you're, oh, yeah, that you're forced to just dive within. I think but some, mindfulness. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, we're going to say. I don't make no, sure. no, go for it. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I think the mindfulness <laughs> associated with well, I, we're, we're talking at the same time, but we're also thinking about the same things. That's what I love, the synchronicity of this right now. I know, right? I feel I like, we're like so you're describing things that I'm thinking about. I don't mean to interrupt you at all. Trust me. Uh, no, the yeah. only no, thing I'm I'll say is, is. <laughs> yeah. Here the, we go the, again. The I mindfulness. <laughs> Our audience is confused. The mindfulness of the act of meditation, meaning, as you said, retreating inward, it, it really does over time, if you can learn it as a skill, you could be in a traffic jam and utilize that moment oh, yeah. to spend a, a few seconds to meditate and calm yourself. Or it could actually be a very good me- mechanism within yourself that you don't have to take, you know, a pill or some type exactly. of other we aspect it, of it. Very much so. We call it the antidote to stress so that you're less and, and I, because you've learned to settle within. Could you imagine if our society – if our schools oh my taught gosh. little kids how I, to meditate. You know, I have, two, I have two young girls, and last year was a challenging school year. And I said, I, one thing I would really love to do is to get, like, before the class starts, meditate. Like, the kids should go out and play when they get to school. Play for a little bit. Get it all out. Come back. Center and ground. Just for, like, start with five minutes. The, I, I, in my opinion, I feel like the everything would be more calm because it's our entire world would be different get off the bus get ready brush your teeth out the door get on the bus or get out of the car in the classroom it's already i mean for me when i go to my child's school i have anxiety because it's so much energy at once that i literally have to meditate before i walk into my kid's school because it's just it's over it's so much (laughs) for me i'm like oh it's a lot of energy in one place a lot of scattered energy it is sure well i and, and I would say this, I, um, I do notice that there is, I always say this usually on every episode, there's a renaissance going on. I might have said that while we were talking on our last episode. There's a renaissance going on where society is starting to recognize the benefits of such things as mindfulness, meditation, and yes. all these type of alternate right. modalities of healing. Totally. And, like people, um, it's working. Yeah, like they when say, did they're you putting first... kids. Go ahead. When did I first? No, no, go for it. 
No, no, I want to hear your. <laughs> oh, well, how they say, oh, your, your um, you know, they're, <laughs> they're putting kids in meditation versus detention. They're meditating in prisons, and it's because they're, attack, they're, they're addressing the mind. The mind, body, and spirit work together, right? But if the mind is not okay, nothing is going to follow in the right direction. And through meditation, you're also regulating your nervous system. Think of it this way. You know how parents are taught nowadays, you know, 30, 40 years ago, parents were taught to spank a child, to teach a child discipline so that they don't right. act out or have yeah, things it doesn't work. Then it does it, not work. Now, yeah, now it's progressed to giving them time out. You give a child time out, you take away their phone, their tablet, or their computer, or whatever it is, and you make them sit in silence, right? Wouldn't it be a lot better instead if the parent said, I want you to meditate right now and think, just exercise your mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And come back and let's discuss this instead of well, the time out. Well, now have like, the time, like out... a time in. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're, they're integrating. It's called like a time in where let's, okay, listen, you, you were naughty. You, you know, you made a bad decision, but let's harness it back in. Let's refocus. Let's regroup. Let's think about what your decision. And my biggest thing is like when my eight-year-old does crazy stuff and I'm like, hold on a second, let's back up. <laughs> what was your intention behind that? Like, where, why did you do that? What was your intention? To get her to think, why did I do that? Not just be reactive. Definitely. Well, and that's, and could you imagine how much our society would be different? You would probably have less instances of violence if everyone was more likely to meditate and and exercise that mindfulness that they really should be exercising in terms of that, you know? When I'm driving down the street, and um, we have a main highway here called like 71 and everyone's like speeding and racing and freaking out. And I'm just looking at them going, okay, that was me maybe like a year and a half ago. Wow. What a bunch of wasted energy. Like it doesn't, it doesn't solve anything. We're all in the life together. We all have same, Absolutely. Yeah, we all have stress, you know, more stress than others. The grass isn't greener. It's something different every day. Okay. But we're all part of the collective. And if we could all just turn in a little bit more, I mean, I think we'd be a lot more at peace, a little bit, <laughs> baby steps. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, and that's one of the things is I think if we had the opportunity of doing that more regularly, that would be something I think would really teach us all from within. You wouldn't have as many instances of people with the fight or flight, the flight or flight totally. problem where they – they get this anxiety. You have all these anxiety conditions, right. anxious conditions and yes, mental health right. problems that people are, are working through right now. And um, well, I know you're studying shamanism. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think I, a lot of the problem is we're so um, we rely on others to fix us. Or we lo- rely on external factors to create the, to fix the problem that we're experiencing internally. And that's really backwards. Instead of, and, and, and the reason and I brought up the shamanism. And it's learned. Right. Okay. Well, the reason I brought up the shamanism aspect of it, I had, I had a couple of things with shamanism over the past year for my show. And I know that the way they look at conditions are to look at the body as a whole. And instead of yeah. looking at it from micro parts and let's throw a pill here, let's do that. They look at, let's, let's look at this as a holistic thing, like a natural system of the body. And I think that yes. that's something that we, you know, the power of meditation can truly help when one wants totally. to try to help uh, to, to, um, 
let me phrase this right. They, they, you have to like look at your body as a whole and slow it down. Take the frequency, yes. slow it down. Exercise that mindfulness well, and then give yourself the opportunity mm-hmm. of learning how to open yourself up so you don't have these blockages. Right. And that's where right. physical illness can come from. Well, so, they're treating from a like shamanism standpoint or like from like, like traditional Chinese medicine, we have an energetic body too. And for me, I believe in the chakra system. Some just can't even go there. So the flip side of that is, okay, let's look at Chinese medicine. You have the meridians, which all tie into your organs and your nervous system. And your chakra system is, is also integrated with the meridians. And then you have the nadis, which are the electrical highway that tie into the chakra system. And they all work in conjunction on regulating your nervous system and your energetic body. So when you have a response, it's, it's a signal for you to say, hold on a second, something's wrong. I need to check in and let's track it. Why? Why is this coming up? But our society has been taught to just say, oh, let's just go take a pill. Oh, let's go do this. Let's go have a glass of wine. And I, totally, total vulnerability. When I was having absolute state of chaos, not knowing where my life was going, I was drinking a bottle of wine at night. Not like I'm not, a, I don't drink alcohol. I was having wine to self-soothe my nervous system to the point it was deregulating my nervous system. And I was like, this is not healthy. I mean, I'm in the health field. Something has to change. So I stopped and quit altogether and went a totally holistic route and said, let's address the body. Let's address the energetic system. Let's address the mind. Like nature has everything we need. Why do we have to rely on these external factors? Uh, granted, don't get me wrong. In some instances, yes, you need most Western medicine because there are extreme cases. But let's start there, and then let's navigate back to balance. What I like about what you just said is utilizing the different tools of Western medicine, which is our modern medicine, but then also incorporating these other modalities. And I know out in California there's been documented cases where people have used energy healing at hospitals to help relieve with pain management. And people find that it's more than just pain management. They find that Reiki healing and energy healing and other modalities like that can actually do a lot to get their body aligned where the illnesses that they might be dealing with, I'm not saying they're going to be cured outright right away, but it can help set them on the right path with their mindset and everything else. Right. And they have to be open and willing. And I think in extreme cases, I think they get to a point where they have tried everything and they're like, I'll try anything now because they're that open. So because they're open, their energetic body can absorb it. Does that make sense? Definitely. No, that definitely does. Let's, Let's talk about the heart chakra and why we're picking the heart chakra for this guided meditation today. Uh, I know that the theme for us or the topic would be returning to your heart chakra. Can you tell our audience a little bit about the heart chakra and why it's important to reset it or become realigned with it? Totally. So in all my, oh, diving in and research and I would have, I mean, I've talked to psychics and healers and uh, and they would say, you need to work on your heart chakra. You need to work on your heart chakra. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? So I, of course, I'm like a research guru. Um, and I, so I dive in and I research and, you know, in the, in the yoga and, and, and it's basically 
it, let's go back to basics. Do you have the love and compassion for yourself? You know, you can say, oh, I love my kids, I love my husband, I love my family. But where is the love for yourself? And what happens is I think we're so derailed serving others. We've been taught that it's selfish to serve ourselves. So we've come totally out of line with who we are, who we want or know ourselves to be. And we, we are not in touch with ourselves anymore, which shuts down our heart chakra, which then shuts down compassion. It shuts down joy. Um, you don't, you don't know how to have boundaries. You don't know. There's no grow. There's no growth. You can't give and receive. There's just, there's no state of peace. And then when the heart chakra is balanced, it also radiates up and down to all the other chakras. All the other energy centers of the body. Yeah. I know. um, Yes. When you were just saying that, I was literally just thinking of our society right now and how we have all this separation and all this division and all this contented, you know, contentiousness and everything else. And it's like, we need more compassion. We need more love, generosity, and kindness in order to connect us to each other and help, you know, cope with life is hard enough as it is. Like you've obviously demonstrated that the loss of a parent is a major thing and having to find your way with every competing thing that we have in life and the competing pressures, it's like, right. We need to, we, we need to make it easier for each other. Why not start with ourselves and have right. self love and then express that compassion and, yeah. and, and then give that to others. <laughs> well, I mean, and let's talk about like love, compassion, forgiveness, empathy. I had some really wrong stuff happen in my marriage. And if you know me, you know what I'm talking about um, where it was devastating and hurtful and I went through a lot of hurt and pain and I'm past all that you have to work your triggers to know why it's hurting I mean obviously wrong is wrong right two wrongs don't make a right and wrong is wrong but when you can show compassion and love and empathy for your worst enemy or somebody that has done you wrong then you know you're at peace with yourself too in my opinion because I've done the work. Now, I know others will disagree with me, but to me, that tells me that you have stuff that you have to work through because we're all love. And when you can radiate unconditional love no matter what with boundaries, your heart chakra is open. Which is what we need. <laughs> yes, yes, right. You know, but a lot of people are caught in judgment. They're caught in old society beliefs or generational beliefs and trauma. And it's up to you to make the change. And I'm kind of like the black sheep in my family where it was scary to speak up. Or even today, I'm like, nope, I don't agree with that. And my dad was, like, very opinionated, Sicilian, this way. And, uh, you know, I have two younger brothers that kind of still follow in their footsteps, and I kind of have to put my foot down and say, that way doesn't work anymore. It's wrong. I don't agree with it. Absolutely. I, I can understand that. I can understand it. I think your path of what you're doing right now is phenomenal. And I think you're going to touch a lot of people and help a lot of people heal, grow, learn. Um, just well, through what me, you do already. Like, Oh, I don't want to speak up. And it's like, no, Alicia, you have to speak up. This is what you came to do. And I don't have, I, I, I would have anxiety for not speaking up. And now I'm like, you know what, if I say something to trigger or offend somebody, then maybe I am doing my job because it's making that person look inside. And it causes them to appreciate uh, 
a strong person that perhaps they may not in the past think that a female could be a strong person, for example, and that that's needed. We need to show that, you know, everyone's equal in our society and that we need to respect one another and, 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 and express the compassion, love, generosity, and those kind of things that are important and vital to a, a, a healthy society, right. a mature society, an evolved right. society, right? Right. <laughs> I, yeah. Let me ask you that. Go ahead. We're going to say, I'm sorry. No. Oh, no, no. I'm good. Okay. Okay. Going into this meditation, um, I'm going to turn this over to you because I okay. know our audience is excited about having this opportunity. Um, is there anything in particular you want to instruct our audience before you actually start the meditation itself? Don't have any expectations. Like I understand okay. some people are definitely afraid, not definitely afraid of meditating, but it's just, it's new. So don't have any expectations. If you focus on one thing, I just want you to focus on your breath and you don't have to have your eyes closed. Um, dealing with trauma and trauma work, some people cannot have their eyes closed. It's like creates a panic attack. So just look down and a little bit in front of your knees. And just sit in a comfortable place. Um, sometimes we really don't like to lay down meditating, but if you're comfortable there to lay down, then go for it. Uh, but just be comfortable. Okay. What about shoes? <laughs> if you have shoes on, should you take your shoes off? I know some people like to do that kind of thing to get proud oh, of the earth. Um, I am always barefoot. Um, yeah, shoes off. Like whatever is comfort, whatever is comfortable for you. You know, because if you're As not you're comfortable, gonna, you're yeah. not going to follow through with it. Absolutely. Okay. Well, then I will turn this over to you so that you can lead us in our guided meditation today. Okay. Did, did we agree on a time? A little bit. Uh, I don't you, want to I'm overwhelm gonna, people. You know what? If you, I think you said between 10 and 15 minutes. So. You know, let's start with five because okay. I started with five. Okay. Let's meet in the middle. Let's do seven minutes. All right. That's fair. Because, yeah, because I started with five. Some people, five minutes is a long time to actually sit in stillness. Uh, and I always say there's another, like, little meditation guru that I follow to. His name's Dan Pani. And he says, where your awareness goes, your energy flows. So if anything, track your breath and track your awareness. And I'll help you with that. But I'm just basically going to lead you in a seven-minute little settling meditation session how I would start my yin class. So okay. just sit in a Perfect. comfortable place. Make, you know, cross your legs. Um, if you're sitting upright in your chair and take the time to just do a couple of shoulder rolls to release any tension. You may take your head left to right just to move the energy and move any um, stuck tension in your energetic body. And then align your head over your spine and relax your shoulders. Maybe place your hands on your knees or bring your hands together and your thumbs together. And then I want you to take a big belly breath in, deep, long breath in, and then hold it for a half second, and then take another big inhale in. And then I want you to exhale like you're exhaling out through a straw or like you're blowing up a balloon. And then I want you to do that again. So breathe in for four counts, big, fill your belly up. Take another big inhale. 
And then exhale out like you're breathing out through a straw. And now I just want you to breathe normal. And check in with your breath because your breath is the indicator of what's going on internally and what's going on inside. So, so just breathe normal and draw awareness to your breath. And then I want you to visualize a beam of white light going up and down your spine. So a clear white beam of light moving through your chakra system, sucking out the good energy from the earth and then all the way out your crown chakra. And then it's going back down your crown chakra into the earth. And the only thing I want you to focus on is your breath while you see that white light. And take your right hand and place it over your heart. And tune into your heartbeat while you're breathing. And thank yourself for breathing today. You have breath. You know, I always say your breath is free. It's legal. You don't have to be 21 to use it. You can drive while breathing. So just breathe and feel your heartbeat. Feel the life force. Notice your breath. See if it's slowing down a little bit more. See if you can lengthen out your breath by one second. And then see if you can lengthen your exhale a little bit longer than your inhale. And take your left hand and place it over your right hand. So both hands are on your heart. And see if you can tap into any energy you feel in your heart space. And I want you to imagine a green wheel circling. In that heart space. And as it rotates... It's radiating out green light, an energy of love radiating from your own heart to yourself and from yourself to everyone around you. And if you're having a little bit of a hard time settling, I'm going to help you with that. Let's think about when is the last time you felt at peace? Think of a time in your life 
where you felt at peace and what did that look like? And if you can't think of a place in your lifetime, then I want you to create that peace right here, right now. So when you think of peace, what does it look like? Is it on a beach? Is it in the mountains? Is it on a boat? And I want you to paint the picture of what peace looks like for you. Once you have that picture painted in your mind's eye, let's draw the awareness back to your heartbeat. Has it settled a little bit? Let's draw the awareness back to your breath. It should be slowed down a little bit more. If it hasn't, that's okay. This is new. Like I said, don't have any expectations. Just focus on your breath. So if it's comfortable for you, I want you to keep both hands over your heart so you're connected to your heartbeat. Or just place your hands gently on your thigh. I want you to keep that picture of peace in your mind's eye. And just focus on your breaths. Nice, slow, steady, long inhales. Slow, steady, long exhales. I'm going to step away for a little bit so you guys can sit in your bubble of peace, breathing, feeling your life force in your heart space. And then when the time is up, I will let you know.
Wherever you are, keep your eyes closed. I just want you to do a quick body scan. Notice the settling in your body and in your heart and in your mind. And continue breathing as you are and gently blink your eyes open. And I hope you feel a little bit more settled. And the reason I ask you to place your hands over your heart is that you can connect back to yourself. It helps take the energy and keep, keeps it connected to your heart and guides your awareness there. It helps you check in a little bit. You guys were pretty much there for eight minutes. And those of you that had a hard time, don't be hard on yourself. Like I said, don't have expectations. The more you practice, the better you get, right? Look at me. I was like, I fought meditation. Like, that is not for me. And now I'm teaching it, and I do it, and it brings me peace, and it brings me joy, and I hope it does the same for you. I hope it takes the chaos and turns the volume down a little bit. Because that's what it did for me. Jason, are you there? I am here. I enjoyed that very <laughs> much. So um, you, uh, you definitely have a good, uh, a good meditation voice. Um, oh, oh thanks. One of, one of the things I want to give you uh, positive feedback, because I always love to do that. When you were talking about a part of your life where you could find a piece of a peaceful moment or peace. It was kind right. of a weird image that popped in my head and it, it, it's not one I would have expected. Uh, it was right. one of those periods in your life that I think any college student or a student could appreciate when you go through all the stress of being in school and then you like are about to graduate and you have like just a little time where you can play. Right. That was, I hear some feedback. I don't know if that's from whatnot, but, um, I'm just saying that that was what I got as my as my peaceful moment. Right, it kind of it um, reignites the peace and it reignites the joy. Absolutely, oh, I hear that too. absolutely. That was a, yeah, that was weird. It, it, I don't hear it now, but I just I well, that's my input on your. It, it was great. I liked the breath work that you did, and I liked the fact that you worked with the heart chakra. I actually literally felt when I put both hands over my heart, I felt as if my heartbeat started to, to respond to my breath and the pace right. of my breath. And that was just really, really mm-hmm. interesting because I haven't done a meditation like that before. So oh, that, cool. that was phenomenal. Yeah, oh, yeah well, for thanks. sure, for sure. I, um, how often, I, I guess this will be a question I know people ask when, they, when they're doing this, they'll probably be listening to us and they'll think to themselves, how often should I meditate? You know, I always say do it first thing in the morning. I mean, okay. if, if you have to wake up, to, for me, I do. I get up, go to the bathroom, meditate. I get outside okay. and I, you know, if, if I only have five minutes, I do five minutes. If I can push it, like today, this morning when I got up, it's Saturday, I don't have anywhere to go. I probably sat there for 15 minutes and I was like, oh, this is nice. It becomes addicting. It's a good addiction. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. You, I also, go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You said it becomes addictive. Well, it, it allows you to connect 
back to the true message of your soul versus what society wants for you. It's like, oh, remember, you know, remember who you are. Remember what makes you tick. Remember what makes you sing, what what makes you dance, what brings you joy. It, It turns the noise down and you are able to reconnect with who you are internally and the wisdom you have inside because we're all shamans but we all have to dive you know, in and do the work. The other interesting aspect of your meditation that I liked was when you said that your breath is unlimited. It's infinite. It's, 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 it's an unlimited quantity. You don't have to pay for it. Right. You don't have to be a certain age to do this. You can do this any right. age you want. And if you learn how to right. do it, it's from within. <laughs> Anywhere. Big, oh my God, so. it's your biggest tool. And I say that because it's like, for me and what I see, you know, we're, we're, we're leaning, we're reaching for the drink, we're reaching for the pill, we're reaching for something. And it's like, no. And I, that's all I'll see on it because I'm in addiction recovery work too. But like, let's tap into what you have and what's part of you. And that's your breath. And your breath is something where we can control it, but it's also going to do it on its own. One other observation to bring up to you, because I really like sharing this with you, is when you close your eyes and you meditate, it's almost like you're taking yourself out of time for a little yeah, while. So you right? don't have the yeah. – and, and that's probably the biggest challenge someone who is going to try to learn how to do this and they may not have good experience with it or somebody who struggles to try to do it. I think one of the things to stress to anyone in the audience that may feel like they just – if anyone says to me, I could never meditate – I would say you're breathing. If you can breathe, you yeah. can meditate. Right. And a lot you of know? times what I find now is um, I, I walking meditations, that works a lot for me. Like I get a lot of downloads okay. when I'm walking. Um, but I, I need that, that like, <laughs> at least five minutes of settling in the morning before I have, you know, kids and dogs and chaos. And it's like, I mean, I can tell the difference when I don't take that time out in the morning just for me. Because it gets my mind right. It helps me reconnect. You know, it just settles. It helps. It's like you're checking out to check in. Exactly. Exactly. That's great. I, um, I want to thank you for coming on today. This is phenomenal. Oh, and no, and I, I think, me. I think the fact that you can, you know, and also I want to thank you for being vulnerable today. That takes a lot to come on a show and share personal details to an audience of, unknowns. <laughs> and I, I really do oh, appreciate yeah. that. Well, I, think, you know, I think we all need to be, I think the world needs more, more vulnerability so that we give each other hope to know that, yes, we're all in this together. We all have our own issues. We all have our own dramas, chaos, whatever, but it's how we respond to it ourselves. Like there is no perfect life. Absolutely. I think Absolutely. what brings what brings you peace? That's what's more important. Think of our life force. Uh, we're alive yeah. right now. We're living in our bodies. Yeah. Our bo- I consider our bodies a vehicle, and our spiritual selves are our true self. And Most definitely. I, to, for me, for me I, I compute meditation similar to uh, recognizing that you have a spiritual component to yourself, and that's where meditation can really come in, in play, is getting you more in tune with, your spiritual side. We all have it. Well, and you think about what you're doing when you're praying, right? Exactly. And right? I was going to ask you about when people pray. versus meditation. Yeah, yeah. 
I think, you know, that's a really touchy subject because some people say, um, you know, meditation, you're going into like other avenues. That's a whole other like window of where people can agree to disagree and disagree. But, you know, they say prayer is a form of meditation. And actually when you bring your hands together in prayer, it balances all the meridian. It's balancing the energy and the meridians of your body. So it goes back to like, why do they ask you to bring your hands together in prayer? You know, and if you do that, if you tap in, you can feel the energy pulse back and forth in your fingertips. I can't. Definitely. I, I do too. I think it depends on how open you are. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I wanna I wanna definitely thank you. I know um this this takes a lot for someone to do and I really am appreciative of you coming on to the show and doing this today because it, it does really fulfill that goal of mine to offer mind, body, spirit wellness and in a, in a real way where our audience could hopefully feel it themselves if they follow, when they follow along with us in this episode. Uh, I definitely think that that's something that can give a direct example of spirituality or having some healing within yourself and some what I, I would call a revelation. <laughs> you you, you, you yeah, reveal to yourself right. your body can your body has its own internal system of of cleaning out the negativity like a self cleaning oven. You can activate this anytime you want to to help percolate in the body and clear out your chakras and your energy centers and it spiritually can. it totally can also make can. you very in tune. It really, really and Another I say this thing. because Yeah, go for it. Good. Good. No, I wanna I want No, well talk. I say it because I've done it myself. Like if I it can be done. Like, don't have any expectations. Start small, baby steps, and and have hope and faith and trust and pixie dust. I always say. <laughs> Absolutely, it's not it's not like going to the gym and trying to bench a thousand pounds on your first attempt. No, you start small no, and you work your right. way up. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on our show today. And uh, if yeah, anyone wants to get me. in touch with you. Yeah, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, um, I know can, we gave your website. Go ahead. Yeah, they can reach out to my website or my email is Elisha, E-L-I-S-H-A, at alchemyflowatx.com. Okay, and are you on any social media? I am. I am on Facebook. Uh, it's Alicia Orbit, Alchemy Flow. I think I'm private just for security reasons. Okay. And then my Instagram page is public. That is, I always forget my name. Let's see here. <laughs> it says uh, Alicia Orbit Alchemy. All together. Okay. Great. Great. Well, I, I encourage our audience to reach out to you should they have any questions about this meditation or if they have any questions about the things that you are specialized in, such as yoga and everything else, the shamanism that you're learning about. I know you're learning a lot of things and you're going to be working on a lot of things as you go, but I, I just. I can't begin to thank you for coming on to the show and, and working with us today. No, I am thankful for you. I'm so excited. So thank, yeah, <laughs> thank, thank you too. <laughs> oh, oh, good. For sure. Good. I know for it's so sure. funny. We're both so high vibration. I was like, ah, <laughs> we have to meditate to tone it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the other exactly. thing. I'm exactly. I'm so go, go high energy that I, I always say and joke around like, Listen, you guys, if I can meditate because I'm like the Energizer Bunny, you guys can do it too. Exactly. Exactly. Perfect. Yep. 
Well, thank you for coming on. I look forward to having you on again. Awesome. And uh, we can work yeah, on the other too. chakras. I hope, you, I hope you and everybody else listening has an amazing weekend or day, wherever, okay. wherever you are in the world. <laughs> yeah. Time zone. <laughs> Galaxy. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Jason. You guys have an awesome weekend. <laughs> you too. Thank you. Have a blessed okay, day. Okay, take care. Thank you. you too. Bye. Bye. I just want to thank Alicia. I've been thanking her, of course, but I want to let her know that, and I want to let our audience know that meditation is probably one of the fundamental building blocks that if you want to have increased mindfulness, and for those of you who who wish to try to become more spiritual in the sense of getting in tune with yourself, as well as potentially building intuition, depending on what your goals are, I feel meditation is definitely that basic building block that can really make some differences if, if, if it's anything that you, it resonates with you, do it as much as you can. Learn to personalize it. Um, there are techniques that you, you obviously may be exposed to through this episode or other YouTube videos or experiences. You can pick and choose those things that work best for you, internalize it, practice it, practice makes perfect, and over time you'll find that your ability to meditate will grow. Thank you so much for listening to this special episode. And with that, we are ending this show. If you want to get in touch with me, and if you have any questions, you can email me directly at www.socialpsychicradio.com. You can also look at our, uh, our Instagram. There is a YouTube channel that we do have, but I will be relaunching that in the very near future. And I'm very excited about that. And I'll let you guys know about that once that happens in the near future. And, uh, Until then, thank you. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook. And don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind. Embrace your paradigms and know that the universe is always yours to explore. Are you looking for that perfect gift to express your appreciation for your loved one or bestie? Well, look no further. Royal Susie offers one-of-a-kind designs with genuine high-quality crystals, stones and the most precious of metals that are guaranteed to satisfy the urges of your inner king or queen. Each piece is handcrafted with love and is sure to inspire and captivate all. Indulge yourself by visiting Royal Susie's website at www.royalsusie.com for splendid items like agate bookends, impressively crystal-studded bottle stoppers and beautifully handcrafted nightlights that will charm every room in your home. Royal Susie's featured collections will truly delight your guests and always make them feel welcome. Any questions? Contact Royal Susie directly by email at royalsusiedesigns at yahoo.com. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum. Restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more. Save $1 each sale. 
Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid.